God's all he wanna live to see tomorrow. Secret agent man, secret agent man, baby giving you a number and taking away your name. This is episode 305 for May 2014, and the key word in that song is secret, since we're going to be talking about secret wars. Okay, time for Spider History. JR, we're going back to May of 1984. This is a significant month in Spider-Man's life. This is this is very significant. I mean, yeah. not just a month in Spider-Man's life, but really, in a way, uh, in uh, Marvel history and comic book history, which I'll, uh, exactly. I'll uh, <laughs> and not necessarily for the better uh, in some aspects, but uh, yes, yes, the significant one. In this month, we had Amazing uh, Spider-Man uh, number 252 came out, and Secret Wars number one came out. That's uh, that's pretty big stuff. Yes, indeed. T- uh, 252 was written by the plot by Roger Stern, who this was his last issue, if I remember correctly. Yep. And uh, Tom DeFalco was the writer. Uh, Ron Friends, this is the first of the T- DeFalco and Friends run started. Yeah, it's this this is a um this is a key issue for a lot of reasons yeah. obviously. Uh and you just mentioned some of the others because uh Ron Friends um there for in the mid 80s, mid late 80s became huge, very popular uh Spider-Man uh, artist. And um yep. And uh, you know, Tom DeFalco's first run on Amazing was was pretty good. I mean, it was, you know, it had its moments, but uh, yeah, you know, it, I liked it a lot as a kid. Yeah, it wasn't a bad run. Uh, but uh, this this issue, I tell you, there's a little personal history. I don't, you know, I don't remember. I'm obsessive, but I don't remember buying every single Spider-Man comic book, you know, that I have. I don't remember the day I bought it, but I do remember this one. You know, yeah. I remember, uh, you know, on a Wednesday going into the New Concepts bookstore on Seventh and Wall. Best Street in Terre Haute, Indiana. Usually, I didn't go in on Wednesday because it, you know, I could always wait to the weekend to buy my comics. But uh, today, I had some time, and I just decided to go in. And I saw this. It was the very last issue of Amazing 252. And I saw that cover. It's like, oh, what the hell is this? Because I had no idea this was happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't have an internet. I think we had. I don't even think we had Wizard back then. We had like Comic Scene and. Do we have Marvel? I think we had Marvel Age. We had Marvel Age. We had uh, yeah, com- uh, com- yeah, Comic Scene, uh, Comic Log, Comic, Buyer- Comic Buyer's Guide, Comic Buyer's yeah. Guide, Comic Log. Yeah. was one. Yeah, but I just I really don't remember. You know, at least I wasn't. You know, uh, uh, think you know, knowing that this was going to happen. So when I saw this, it was like, oh wow! And it's a good thing I bought it then and there because I would not have been able to buy issue two fifty two for the next. 10 or 15 years without paying a <laughs> god-awful amount of money for it. Right. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, basically what the, how the story is set up, uh, unfortunately, that's the best part of the story is just the fact that it's a new costume. The rest of the book is just, a, just an ad for that goddamn Secret Wars, you know? <laughs> It's just because the story, you know, the story, as we all know, in the previous issue, Spider-Man, you know, was drawn to this big metal giant Stonehenge type thing like all the other heroes in the Marvel Universe were, and he disappeared. Issue 252 starts out by Joni, uh, Jonah and Robbie saying, gee whiz, I wonder where all the superheroes are. And then, you know, cue the music. All of a sudden, the, the, the Stonehenge-type thing reappears in Central Park, and uh, the black-suited Spider-Man and Dr. Connors come jumping out of it. And, you know, and, and 
you know, basically Spider-Man says, oh, boy, I'm really glad to glad to be home, I mean, from this super secret adventure in outer space that we can't talk about. Uh, and so, you know, then the Avengers come in right after him, and so Spidey and Kirk Connors get away. And so Kirk Connors says, gee, Spider-Man, do you think we ought to tell anybody? What happened? And and Spider-Man says, "Oh no, Reed Richards said that uh, no one will believe about this. No one will believe anything about this great super secret space adventure that we can't talk about. Uh, so we better not talk about it. Uh, but we can give away issues of Secret Wars number one. Um, so anyway, so Spider-Man is learning the learning the abilities of his new costume, which this was kind of funky. I mean, the webs instead of coming, instead of him turning his hand upside down and shooting, you know, they come from the top of his wrist, and then the 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 costume responded to his thoughts, and he could like put it, a hole would open up, and he'd stick his wallet in there, and it would close up, and it was like, oh, yeah. this is a really this is really cool. So he takes Doctor Connors home or whatever to his family, and you know says, oh by the you know I says you know well we were on a super secret space adventure we can't talk about but here here's a couple of copies of secret wars number one for you to read um he goes back to his apartment and we also learned that the new the, the costume is able to you know look like any other any uh, civilian clothes uh, so he calls aunt may you know and, and says aunt may sorry but i was on a wink wink photo assignment and couldn't you know and uh, couldn't call you and she says oh that's okay peter you know i uh, you know, I I I got enough going on in my own life right now. I don't worry about you so much anymore. And so Peter hangs up the phone and says, "Ah, boy, it used to be if I was out of touch, Aunt May would flip. She seems so together these days. I guess most of it is that Lathan Lebinsky's doing. He's been mighty good for her." Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. So black anyway. Black Cat's comes looking for you know. Black Cat and Spidey are. You know, lovers of this time, and they, you know, he's thinking, oh boy, you know, how, you know, our relationship is pretty wacky, and, you know, so then he goes out for pizza, and then she comes flying through his skylight and saying, oh no, you know, I wanted to talk to him because I did something really stupid. I went looking for superpowers, and I found these wacko scientists, and then it turned out they worked for the kingpin. Oh no, what am I going to do? So, and. Anyway, so Peter develops some pictures, and he says, oh, boy, these are great pictures I took of the Beyonders planet. I mean, it's of this super secret space adventure I can't tell anybody about, you know, and it's like, oh, no, I can't print these because no one will believe them. They're just too awesome. So I'm going to destroy these pictures of this super secret space adventure that I can't talk about. But, you know, maybe maybe uh, I'll go buy a copy of Secret Wars number one. Anyway. <laughs> Spider-Man goes out, you know, he, he can't he can't fall asleep because he's just, you know, the 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 awesomeness of the super secret space adventure is just, you know, going through his mind so he can't sleep. So he goes out web-slinging, uh, you know, finds a couple of kids who are arguing and he says, "Here, let me uh, you know, you think, you know, you think your life sucks. Here, let me take you to the top of a, a building, show you how wonderful New York City is." And uh, you know, "Oh, by the way, I went on a super secret space adventure, but I can't tell any of you about it. Here's a copy of Secret Wars." number one and that's the end that is issue yeah. number 252 of spider-man I, it seems like i liked it a lot more than the way you're telling it i mean it, it doesn't sound that good the way you read it is it not a very good story well it isn't a story it's just an ad okay. i mean it's just an ad i mean and i of course i obviously yeah. took you know, well george would say making shit up but uh <laughs> <laughs> George has an indelicate way of putting things sometimes. <laughs> I would just say, you know, but other than 
seeing the new costume for the first time and seeing some of the things that it would do, like respond to his thoughts and generate its own webbing, really, nothing happens. It is. It's it's all just a, boy, I really had a great super secret space adventure, but uh, wink, wink, you got to read Secret Wars to find out what happened. So, yeah, basically the selling point is the black costume, essentially. That's the... That's pretty much it. I mean, um, I, and it's a transition issue between Stern and Defalco, right. anyway. Now, so. the, the interesting thing is that was actually when, when that was actually the first Secret War action figure I actually got was Spider-Man in the black costume. And yeah. when I think one of my relatives, when they saw that, says they absolutely hated it. They thought, "What Spider-Man? He looks like a bad guy now and everything." So, but yeah, it, uh, yeah but at the time. It was just, I mean, it was one of those things where the, you just don't change the superhero, you just don't change the superhero's outfit like this. It's just, just, just drastically. But I love the black it, costume. Oh, I, really I, do. I, do. Yeah, I, do. I think it looks I, cool. Too. When oh. I first got this issue, I, re- I mean, <laughs> you know, of course, like I said, now the story is like, what, that's a story? But I looked yeah. at it over and over and over again because it was just... just. Just because the suit moves, he can. Changed into regular street clothes. Just so much cool things was happening with that. Well, it was just a, it was just a cool look. I mean, so many other costumes at that time failed. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you'd switch somebody in the costume and be like, "Hey, look at my look like," and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, we're buddies and all. I don't know how to tell you this sucks." But I mean, right. it was slick. Oh yeah, it was I mean, slick. it was it was just, a, yeah. but, and it was just such a radical departure from what you know what he would normal what you normally wear and everything. And Wait. You uh, kind of alluded to it in that review. Tell, Secret Wars number one uh, also came out this month, Jr. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you not a fan of Secret Wars? I love the book. I detest Secret Wars. Secret Wars oh, is oh my the god. Be- Secret Wars was the beginning of everything that is wrong with the comic book industry now. You know, oh, no. where story integrity means absolutely nothing, and it's all about pushing product. You guys know how this started. Mattel came yeah. to Jim Shooter and said, we want to sell toys. Oh, by the way, kids love the word secret and love the word wars. You know? <laughs> and That's true. So the Jim Council Shooter's- of Elrond demands an explanation for this bullshit. <laughs> And, well, maybe maybe it's the age difference between us, George. I mean, I mean, Jr. George and I were that's, we were the target for this one. You weren't. You were a little old. boy because when that thing came out, it was high drama. I ate that shit up oh, like like, uh, like frosted flakes, man. Oh, I mean, seriously. God. Well, do you think it's the age difference, Jr.? No, I think it's just because <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. I mean, you know, no, no. Yeah. Here we go, here we go. Anyway, Secret Wars number one opens up where everybody's been spirited away to this big-ass, you know, space station or something, and it's just out in space, and everybody's, you know, just, oh, my God, you know. And then on page four, the Wasp says, I suggest that first we find out something easier, like who all is here. I'll start. (laughs) And then she goes and introduces everybody. We're the Mighty Avengers, and we're famous. I'm the Wasp. Here's She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Thor, Hawkeye, and Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Professor X goes, JR's ruining Secret Wars, George, help me. (laughs) And then Professor X goes, I'm Professor X. These are my X-Men, Storm, Nightcrawler, Rogue, Cyclops, Wolverine, Colossus, and Lockheed the Dragon. I, of course, am the Hulk. You're a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man at your service. We're the fan- <laughs> we're the Fantastic Four. It's like what? You know, you guys, you guys ought to know who each other is. Who the hell are you introducing yourself to for? the readers? To all you know? the new readers right. that they brought in, Jr. Uh, what new readers? Uh, 
There are no new readers. There never have been any new readers. Are you kidding readers. me? This is... <laughs> <laughs> oh. There were still like exponentially more comic books back then than we are now. You had new readers in all the time. You know how everybody says, well, you know, every comic is somebody's first. That, that's not true anymore. Yeah, the average, the, the highest selling comic nowadays would be considered a cancellation point back then. I had cousins that got in, that got into comics during the Secret Wars, man. Did they stay? No, they didn't. Or did that stay? <laughs> well, no, I mean they, they are with the counter. They read through uh, through the eighties, but not like into the nineties when they got older. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so then they look and say, "Oh shit!" While well, we've been while well, we've been busy introducing ourselves to nobody in particular, you know, holy cow, there's a whole bunch of bad guys over there, you know, and it's it, and then Doctor Doom decides no. to start introducing the bad guys. Well, they do, don't they? I forgot. Someone or someone oh. has spirited us across the universe. Oh, Enchantress, Ultron, Absorbing Man, Wrecker, Wrecking Crew, Thunderball, Piledriver, Bulldozer, My Future Earth Counterpart, Kang, the Planet Devouring Galactus, the Lizard, the Molecule Man, and Doctor Octopus, and an intriguing selection of most dangerous individuals, and none more so than I, Doctor Doom. Oh, that's an average sentence in the Marvel Universe, isn't it? It's oh. like. What? <laughs> Dr. Doom does a roll call. You know, I mean, he might as well have a piece of paper and, you know, say, Ultron, here. You know, Bulldozer, here. You know. <laughs> There's JR. people there that probably didn't know who the hell the Wrecking Crew was, JR. JR, you forgot one who's on the hero oh. side. I know, Magneto, but I, you forgot I'm getting to that. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, I was jumping yeah. ahead of myself there. So. Yeah, no. Now, see, Magneto's there. And the thing the thing brings that up, you know, and Magneto's on the hero side. You know, and, of course, I don't get the X-Men thing. I really don't. It's stupid. You know, you have all these other genetically enhanced people running around, blowing up shit and doing crazy shit and, you know, revert, <laughs> you know reversing time and everything like that. You know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, but these people who are born with the gene... Oh, that's a problem. But, you know, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, you know, somebody turning like into a big action, green but... somebody turning into a big green monster and relentlessly destroying everything and creating all kinds of collateral damage. Well, since that happened to him by accident, and he wasn't born that way. He's okay. Um, you know. And you know, and it's like Wolverine. You know, it's like Wolverine. Oh, everybody hates me because I'm a mutant. No, everybody hates you because you got a bad temper, you smoke in public, you have poor hygiene, you know. And you like to cut people up with your claws. That's why right. people don't like you, dumbass. Where do people get that he has know. poor hygiene? <laughs> Have you seen the early appearances of Wolverine? The little short, dumpy, little hairy guy with all that going on there. So with people the automatically think that he doesn't shower. Hey, did, well, have, now, you, he's got the, have you seen the amount of back hair the guy's got in the back? That doesn't mean he's <laughs> Hey, hey, George! I know you don't. Re- I, I know you don't read Ultimate, but here's my source for it. Uh, in oh, okay, issue, in for Bendis, Ultimate Wolverine, here's your source, not the Bendis. one. That's <laughs> Let's establish that, right? Oh no! You you said two words he hates: Bendis and Ultimate. Bendis had Ultimate Wolverine and Peter Parker switch identities, and Peter Parker and and Peter wakes up in Wolverine's body and says, "Why do I stink?" We've, so we've, there you go. That, we reviewed that on the satellite. It'll be on the next satellite and Ultimate Comics. And, and Brad and I have the same discussion. I'm like, where the hell are people getting that Wolverine has to stink? Yeah, we had a whole ten, five, ten minute. How different would the movie be if if Anna Paquin sat down next to Wolverine at the bar and she was like, "Christ, did a cow shit in here?" <laughs> <laughs> and, co- and, and come on, hey, I mean, come on. Well, you, 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 you saw, you guys saw the Wolverine, right? 
well, you know, no, when, yeah. when Hugh Jacks when Hugh Jackman walks into a bar, you know, to to to, to 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 take a piece out of the guy who killed the bear, he hadn't had a shower in a while. Well, and, and also, you also if, gotta remember if you recall, too, the Japanese girl said you can't meet this guy like that, and so like these these you know so all these uh, uh, Japanese ladies had to like bathe him. Yeah, and, and he yeah. had to say, "No, I can do that part for myself." He stinks. Okay, okay now in his defense, a, if, in his defense, if getting if getting rubbed down and bathed by a bunch of high <laughs> Japanese chicks is ways to pay off after not bathing a week, guess what? I'm not doing. Well, <laughs> I'm going to smell like rancid butter for a week until like, I, I get the you got to remember too, George, is that he comes from a time period where they thought that sweat made you clean. Because he's like, what, he's from the 19th century or something like that. Like he that. hadn't so, read a book since then? Like yeah, he hadn't I, read a magazine <laughs> to do the math on that? Well, please, let's settle down. JR, any other thoughts on Secret Wars 1 besides Max Red Lightning Avenger? <laughs> Oh, oh well, we're we're not we're we're not done with the uh, the slot talk yet. I mean, uh, yes. oh yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. this is first of all, actually, this is talk. Everybody watches this galaxy be destroyed. You know, all of a sudden they look. Oh my God, a galaxy being destroyed. Oh, this is this most horrible thing we have ever seen in the world. You know, and then Dr. Octopus and the Absorbing Man bump into each other. Well, of course, Dr. Octopus says, Oh, watch who you're jostling, or I, Dr. Octopus, will. Hey, I'm sorry, Butthead. I, Crusher Creel, the Absorbing Man. It's like, <laughs> What? Come on. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a guy with like four tentacles and he has to identify himself as Dr. Octopus. I don't. You know, what's, you know, what? You know, I'm Science Squid. I uh, know. And then, and then Ultron gets. <laughs> And then science squid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's crap. Doctor No, that was good. That was funny. No, no, no. no. Science <laughs> uh science squid was one of the names that uh Hoffman suggested to Jonah for Doctor Octopus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, it's like uh, you know, nice science squid crap. Doctor Strange. That's good. Cool. Taken. But it's taken. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so Ultron gets tired of Dr. Octopus and, and, and Absorbing Man introducing themselves. So what does he do? He goes, I am Ultron. I do not understand the events transpiring here, but I do understand that I am Ultron. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Dr. Doom says, holy cow, you know, Ultron is just like really powerful, and I'm not sure that, he, you know, even I can stop him. So he turns to some guy and says, you who call yourself the Molecule Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Molecule Man takes out Ultron, you know. But, well, actually, he crashes him into Galactus, and then Galactus gets offended, and Galactus banishes Ultron. <laughs> and then Galactus. So you love this one, huh? JR never, JR never read the Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway, so you know the, so Galactus tries to escape. The Beyonder blows him back, and everybody says, "Oh, the Beyonder must really be a badass, you know, if he's if he's able to wipe Galactus up like, you know, uh, uh, beat up Galactus like this." And then, like, they hear this voice, "I am from beyond. Slay your enemies, know your desires shall be yours." You know, and I think it's like the Beyonders in this whole good and evil thing. You know, what's better? You know, and it's like, wait a minute. You know what? The Beyonders been watching old 1960s Star Trek episodes. This happened all the time. You know, and this is, somebody and this trying to. Be- and this was before we found out he was an Elvis impersonator, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and Spider-Man had to show him how to, you know, handle his dong and use the bathroom. <laughs> God almighty damn. So, anyway, I don't know. So, so anyway, you know, everybody, you know, oh. and then, Mag, you know, and then uh, the mutants all get bent out of shape, you know, because, you know, well, they're mutants and they're all sensitive and anything. And someone stepped on somebody's foot. Oh, you stepped on my foot because I'm a mutant, right? So they all kind of fight. It, it, 
argue and argue about themselves and uh, they, you, they, you are know it, not my childhood Spenninger. <laughs> yeah you're sitting all over it, my childhood jr you know, oh. but anyway and then all the super villains they go find a secret hideout you know and uh they find what are they all, supposed to do sleep outside <laughs> go camping well, well like, yeah, they can sit around the campfire and introduce each other, you know. God, <laughs> I mean, you know, apparently, you know, like if, if Dr. Doom's introductions weren't enough, you know, we can have a campfire, you know. Oh. I mean, and, and so uh, anyway, the, the villains the, the, bring some marshmallows. The, villain, the villains start to fight amongst each other. The heroes start to squabble oh. amongst each other. And then the heroes and the villains run into each other and start to fight, you know. And next issue, First Blood. And that is what Secret Wars is all about for 12 issues. Fight, regroup, fight, regroup. Oh, by the way, I'm Spider-Man. I've got a torn costume. I'm walking to this alien contraption. I have no idea how it works. This big black turd falls out. <laughs> it jumps on me and creates a costume, and I don't think anything's wrong with that. You know, Just because they got venom out of a coffee machine, JR. It's just no reason <laughs> to call it a turd. It was a nice little perfect sphere. <laughs> well, what about the Hulk lifting up a mountain? That was, oh God! That was an issue four. That was an issue four, and that's after I, yeah. that's when I gave up. Oh really? You're, you're kidding me! You gave up after the Hulk lifted an entire mountain range? Well, I mean, come on! I just I just saw the Gala- I just saw the Beyonder destroy a galaxy. I just saw the Beyonder knock Galactus unconscious. I'm going to be impressed by the Hulk holding up a mountain. I don't think so. I was. I was. <laughs> I thought that was badass. Uh, Have you ever read all of Secret and, Wars, Jerry? And this start, huh? Did you read all of it, or did you just stop after four? I mean, well, I stopped so buying it after four, and then uh, you know, and then I like burn stole some of it, and uh, it just it was the same thing. It was the same thing that Maximum Carnage was, no. but everybody hates oh, Maximum. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Nothing Yoda no more, except except maybe one more day. But oh my god, yeah, you're but... a heretic! <laughs> I will burn you in effigy tonight. <laughs> Oh, you did not just say that. Well, you know, there's... there's you compared Secret Wars to Maximum Carnage. You were like a father to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 8 million copies of this Secret War miniseries were sold, George, so you got plenty to burn. Oh. You know? Oh, and, and if you need some more kindling, uh, buy some of Brad's Spider-Man number ones. I hear he's got plenty that'll go cheap, Jeez. you know? Oh. <laughs> Oh no, my. I mean, come on. All they did was fight, regroup, fight, regroup. Oh, by the way, oh, Dr. Doom, I got my face back. Oh, there boy. Were shift, you know? There were shifting alliances. There were plots uh, and schemes happening. Yeah, there were there were new over. people added. There were civilians added. There was an alien population to consider. No, wait, there that's was, exactly there were many, what happened in Maximum Wait a minute. That's what happened in Maximum Carnage. You know, every every issue, every issue, a new hero would come in, big fight, new villain, big fight, new hero, and then hey, here's a good ray. We'll shoot good rays at people. Well, what did they do in Secret War? What happened at the end of Secret War is nothing. You know, everybody got killed. Huh? Doctor Doom killed everybody, and then <laughs> and they all came back to life except that. You know, and you know, it's, and the only things that wound up changing was Spider-Man got a new costume, the the Hulk, the, Hulk the thing decided to stay behind and pout, you know, and, and She-Hulk became a member of the Fantastic Four, and that was it. Yeah, and the and Hulk, Hulk had a bum and that leg. was all. Yeah, but unlike Maximum Carnage, they actually had some decent villains to fight in this in Secret Wars. You didn't even I mean, like it, you didn't even like number three, Jr. No, kick the X-Men's ass. When Spider-Man kicks the shit out of the X-Men. You didn't even like that. 
Yeah, when Wolverine didn't have to be like super like oh immortal Wait, all the time that he actually could get ju- that he actually could get you know beaten up once in a while and then like was, <laughs> you know j- <laughs> you know j- just because you spray oh perfume God. on it a, a little perfume on a toad does not change R. the fact that Bettinger. It, you know that was one that was one good scene out of something that was all it was 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 a conspiracy to separate people from their money. You know and what about and what about and to the sell toys and, and by, and and by and the way the hell out of those toys and what about the Molecule Man? I mean, he okay. You you kind of talked about like, oh, this guy is just kind of like oh, Molecule it's just Man's the most interesting dude in the entire series. Yeah, yeah. and he becomes like a, he, I mean, a, a, a TV tropes would say he took a level in badass in this whole thing. I mean, he literally yeah. became the most powerful guy in that whole miniseries. Right? Doctor Doom uh, cut a dude up and turned him turned him into lenses. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Took a dude, made a sound, and turned him into lenses. <laughs> We're not changing Jared's monster. Wait, wait, badass. That that uh, that's that's impressive. Yes, it was awesome. Uh, the writing, I'll give you, Jr. I guess wasn't the best. Brad, that stop. In- no. <laughs> I, the way Jr. reads it, that intro scene earlier, earlier, yeah. Like, Jr. should know my childhood. Stop him, George. And now you're like, well, the yeah, writing is well. well see, also, also, I think with Secret Wars, didn't they, they, they at least they kind of, you know, they were kind of based a little bit more on character, a little bit, as opposed to like, oh, we're just going to move to as most of modern day, um, you know, event things. Like, oh, here we got it. Like, you know, Civil War was like, oh, we're just going to move. You know this character to this to this point A for point E because the plot says so. But this is like you know. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Spider-Man titles. Oh. For George, go get a Band-Aid. Uh, Spec Spidey number ninety. Spider-Man's not even in this book, if I remember correctly. Well, no, because he's off at the super speak, super secret space adventure that he can't talk about. You know. Uh, <laughs> Oh, by the way, you have a copy, are trying to have kill a copy of Secret Wars number one. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Black Cat's looking for him, right? Yeah, hang on a second. <coughs> the writer's Al Milgram, pencils by Al he Milgram. He has to pause to cough up hate. <laughs> you, I tell you, you guys, I mean, you know what? You guys were brainwashed. I, I just don't understand. You guys, it, It's like... <laughs> That was it's one of the like best you, you guys, you guys, you guys are probably you probably got go you probably go to the movie theater or whatever, and when you see let's the let's go to the lobby and the dancing popcorn, you probably start getting hungry and salivating and go buy popcorn or something. You know, I mean, oh. it's Jr. I gotta go get popcorn. Hold on. <laughs> did you ever have a puppy? I mean, did you? Did you ever hug? I mean, wow. Oh, I I don't think I don't think a spider history has ever been this decisive, divisive or what's the word I'm looking Everything for? Everything I know has been a lie. <laughs> I was say, black, I, black, I, black is white right now, man. I was gonna I, say George just he sounds like secret. It's like oh, go ahead. It's like dude, he sounds like you. You just sound like wow. You sound like your you know your your best friend died or something. That, that basically is that he reviewed <laughs> secret Wars number one like it was a Marvel team up issue, bitch. <laughs> Bad issue. A Marvel team up. <laughs> but it started the whole crossover th- disease that has infected comics dis- to this day. I, that, well, yeah. I you can't hold that against it, that. dude. Yeah, I can. I can. I, I, watch him. <laughs> and, and, and the way that, you know, and the, the 
Jim Shooter, the guy who you know who you you know idolized for having the trains run on time at Marvel, you know, you know, he decided to write the series by himself because he saw the royalties coming in, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, of course, and he used the lame excuse that oh well I couldn't assign it to anybody else because then everybody would bitch about oh why is so and so writing my character so I'll just write it by myself because I realize that uh, a copy of this is going to be put in a bag with a whole bunch of action figures and and be, be delivered en masse to Walmart and Toys R Us. <laughs> You know, Jeez. any other thoughts on Spec ninety? <laughs> <laughs> well, if if, if, they, if these guys will stop defending Secret Wars, yeah, but uh, till their death they will. <laughs> if this was the eighteen eighties, I would have already oh, no. challenged you to a duel. <laughs> oh, we would settle this with pistols like men. <laughs> uh, simmer down, Texas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go ahead, Jr. Get through this spec nine. All right, you remember in in spec eighty nine? I think uh, anyway, in spec eighty eight or eighty nine or whatever. I uh, I I I've got lost or whatever. But uh, you know, Black Cat wanted to go get some superpowers because you know her last few team ups with Spider Man didn't go so well because they're e- either she got beat up or he got beat up trying to protect her. So she goes looking for superpowers, and everybody else thinks she's crazy. Uh, but then, like these weird scientists, these weird people in a car drive by and say, Psst, "Little girl, little girl, you want some superpowers?" You know, and so she joins them. You know, and uh, they gave her superpowers, and then it turns out, oh ho, they work for the kingpin. Oh gee, didn't see that coming, did we? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so now she's frantically looking for Spider-Man because she, you know, she's got to tell him, but she's worried about if she tells him, then he'll hate her. You know, so then we go through all this. You know, she, you know, we see demonstrations of her powers. She goes looking for Spider-Man with, you know, she goes to Captain DeWolf. She goes to the Daily Bugle. Uh, she finally goes to. You know, she goes to the Avengers, you know, and, of course, nobody has seen Spider-Man. And uh, then she goes to Aunt May's house, you know, and she looks at, you know, she says, oh, you know, gee, there's Aunt May. And, boy, she and some old dude in a wheelchair are starting to really, wow, I didn't think a dude in a wheelchair could do that. Oh. Anyway, but <laughs> so so she's looking as she's, you know, she's doing the voyeuristic thing. Then Spider-Man finally falls out of the tree in his new costume and says, what are you doing hanging around, you know, my Aunt May's house? And uh, uh, Black Cat goes, Spider-Man, is it really you? And he says, yes, but I've been on a super secret space adventure that I can't tell you about. Anyway, so Black Cat awesome. I have something to stop. Stop! Stop! Black Cat says I have something to tell you, and then that's the end of the issue. Uh, we we uh, samruby dot com is down uh, for the moment, and we're uh, going with uh, spiderfan dot org for the uh, what came out this month. And the spiderfan dot org gave this issue one spider head out of five. Yep. <laughs> they hated it. Yep. <laughs> well, it's 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 you know backing off from uh, my Secret Wars rant. I mean. This is this is where Felicia was going wrong, and and part of it, I mean, obviously, I think part of it is is the way Al Milgram. I mean, he took over the title. She's a ditz. I mean, you know, she's just a complete and total idiot. You know, whereas when when Stern created her, she was a smart, you know, sly, clever, immoral, amoral foil for Spider Man. She was she was sexually exciting, but she she was truly she was no good for him you know and and everybody realized it but him and even him deep down realized god she's hot but she is bad news seven ways to heaven but then when she became a regular they just turned her into a total empty-headed blonde and you know whether you know i've always thought they did it deliberately because she was so popular it was like well god we can't have the 
We, you know, we've got our ideas about how all of these characters should behave. We, we don't want the fans to have any say in it, so we'll turn her into a complete ditz, so they'll be begging us to get rid of her. So, Also came out this month, Marvel Team-Up number 141. Uh, this is where Spider-Man teams up with Daredevil and the Black Widow, written by Tom DeFalco. Also, the plot by Tom DeFalco, written by Jim Owsley, which is oh, Christopher Priest now. And Pencils by Greg LaRoque. This issue, JR, is the first time I saw the black costume because I was not the, – the 252 was not on the spinner rack. But Marvel Team Up number 141 was, and I picked this up. Well, this is the first time I saw the black suit. Well, that's because you didn't, didn't get to the spinner rack in time. Like I got to New Concepts on 7th and Broadash yeah. and Terre Haute on time, you know. I, I, I've said this in the past. The, it took until Amazing 255 – before I was able to find an issue of Amazing Spider-Man on the spinner rack back in the day. I, I had 251, but I can't imagine now going that many months without reading Amazing Spider-Man. That's probably the longest I've ever gone. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe actually you did buy them, but then your grandfather tore them up because you did oh, something wrong. And it so traumatized you that it, you repressed the memories. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> You're insulting Secret Wars and my grandfather. You're going to insult my mother next, and it's Mother's Day. No, wait, 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 you, you, You're you, a goddamn monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't the one who decided to save a few dollars on therapy and tell all of his podcasting friends that his grandfather tore up an issue of Marvel team-up in his face because he was being bad, you know? Well, it was issue 89 with Nightcrawler. It's worth a buck now. <laughs> was Number one, Man, Brad probably had it coming. Number two, <laughs> it's in the past. <laughs> Number three, you're still a goddamn monster. <laughs> that is goddamn hysterical. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Number one, Brad probably had it coming. <laughs> coming. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Where, where the hell? Uh, I love your Marvel team up re recaps. He has a black suit, but he still probably isn't written that well. Well, you know, well the thing is, he's hardly in it at all. It's Marvel team up featuring Spider Man and Daredevil. Well, Spider Man doesn't appear in this until uh, I don't know. Oh wow, holy cow! More than halfway through the no, no, still not in it. Oh, he appears more than halfway through the story, but it's actually a re a redrawing of the page in Amazing 252 where he comes through the uh, the uh, Stonehenge in Central Park with Dr. Connors. Right. Uh, but anyways, this story started out, actually, in a prior issue, some pawnbroker got killed, and uh, the, 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 the cops think they're, you know, grab some guys, and it's not them. Daredevil, of course, because he hears heartbeats and shit like that, you know, he knows that the guy's... You know, he he knows that the guys that the cops have picked up and are trying to pin the murders on murder of the pawnbroker on didn't really do it. So he and uh, the Black Widow then, you know, they what do they do? I don't know. They just, you know, well, besides screw, um, they uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so they go around and start interviewing people, and you know, and then the Black Widow finds finds the the pawn, the guy who bought the old pawnbroker's uh, store. You know, from his widow, and nothing suspicious there, guys. You know, you've, you know. Anyway, so the Black Widow says, "Oh, I think he knows something." Yeah. Yeah. Duh. You know, you think so? So Daredevil beats up a few punks. Um, <clears throat> Spider-Man shows up in a reprint. Spider-Man goes to the Daily Bugle and says, "Holy cow! I just remembered there was like a there there was a case that uh, uh, I was part of in the previous issue of Marvel Team Up, but then I went through a Stonehenge thing and went on a super secret adventure in outer space I can't talk about. I better I better re-enter this story because Marvel Team Up sales go into the shitter when I'm not in it. So I better re-enter this story. 
Um, he couldn't save it. It's done in nine issues. So <laughs> anyway, so he re-enters the story, and it turns yeah. out that the the new pawnbroker killed the old pawnbroker to get his business, and the new pawnbroker decides to give himself up to the cops because Daredevil makes a deal with the kingpin because the old pawnbroker was moving stuff for the kingpin, so the kingpin's mad at the new pawnbroker for killing the old pawnbroker. So uh, kingpin says, uh, "Yeah, that's the guy who did it," and Daredevil says, or Black Widow says, "Give yourself up, or the kingpin will kill you." The guy gives himself up. You know, everybody everybody goes their separate ways. And Spider-Man says in the last panel, I wonder why Daredevil never, never said anything about my new suit. Yeah. And, Not a strong issue, it sounds like. Yeah, but actually the best part of the issue is the back page. What's the, on the back page? Well, on the back page, eight ways you can play Frogger. I mean, is that... <laughs> I mean, oh. this. First of all, I I just didn't. When you look at the advanced systems, the advanced oh. game systems, you could play. Listen, listen to all the systems you could play Frogger okay, on. I'm, I'm ready. I bet the you the Atari fifty two hundred, the T one ninety nine four A, the Atari four hundred eight hundred six hundred XL, in television, yeah. Commodore Ooh. Vic twenty, the Atari twenty six hundred. Oh. Commodore 64 and oh, yeah. ColecoVision. Oh yeah. Oh man, was this, this is the height of technology, kids? Oh, <laughs> it just, I remember those video game ads. It made me want to buy every damn one I saw. Gosh, man. You know, this was you know, I mean, Xbox, my ass. I mean, give me a <laughs> Commodore 64. You know. <laughs> And then two, you're on and fire. Then a couple of years later, uh, Nintendo comes out, and then you know everyone kind of forgets about all that. Man, so. okay. I don't think I don't think there's any other spider-related comics, with the exception of Marvel Tales. We've never reviewed that since it's a reprint you issue. Make, yeah, shit on that one, Jr. <laughs> yeah, you make. Yeah, that one is. Uh, well, if it reprinted reprint Secret Wars number one, I would. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Good or bad month, Jr. If we even need to ask. Oh. Well, for for Amazing Two Fifty Two alone, for the okay. introduction of the black costume alone, it's a good month. Okay. So everybody, I mean, you know, we've uh, when you think about historic issues in Spider Man, you know, regardless of the the fun I've been making of the story and the whole Secret Wars thing or whatever, uh, issue two fifty two is one of the most important issues in the history of Spider Man. It's the introduction of the black costume, which then led into the introduction of Venom, uh, yep. and Secret Wars for. Getting aside the fun I've had with it, secret. You guys are right. Secret Wars did bring a lot of new readers into it. It was. Uh, it, it really was one of the first classic, big, big ass. I mean, really, wasn't it the first big ass team up of 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 the premier Marvel heroes? Yeah, and to be yeah. sure, you do have a point that if for better or for worse, it don't did kind encourage. Of- them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your childhood has already been destroyed, uh, George, so I can't, it can't be destroyed anymore now. So. He backed the bulldozer up and ran over it a second time. <laughs> he, he buried George like an E.T. Atari cartridge in the desert, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but uh-huh. yeah, for, for, like I said, for better or for worse, I mean, you, you that's where you did start seeing more, like, every year you started seeing more, like, these event-driven stuff from the big two. I mean, because shortly after this, that's where you go, we got... Crisis on Infinite Earths over in DC. So, um, well, yeah. I mean, secret. To be fair, I mean, and, and the, there's a good uh, 
there's a, a fairly decent recap of Secret Wars in a in a book. It was called The Comic Book Heroes by um, Gerard Jones, I think. And mm-hmm. they they go they go into it the, the mercenary aspects of it, and basically that shooters' motives are hardly creative. But yeah. the twelve issues sold eight million copies collectively. Right. Yep. 